So I am currently halfway through Black Adam. This is my second time watching this movie. And, like, I'm just kind of getting into superhero movies, like, right now. I think I started, like, maybe last year or so. And apparently it's a big old F-L-O-P flop for The Rock. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And it's clearly because his, his, you know, his character is like more of a villain. Like he's not like really a villain. Like he, like he's turning into like a hero or whatever it is, but with audiences and consumers and people who are watching the movie, when they see a person with a face that has like an angry face or like a scowl on it, that's like a huge determiner of if the movie's going to make it or not. Like typically movie is kind of almost like you're like looking up to something of like almost like you have a, a, a look of hope on the face. But with Black Adam, it's like pure anger. And a lot of the movie the rock's face is like an angry face. So it's almost like if, if, if you look at someone and they quickly make like an angry face at you automatically, you make that angry face. So like, it's just kind of like in our biology, but the, the flaw in that is that we actually will feel angry towards the person making the angry face. So right now, Dwayne, the rock Johnson is having it. Apparently he went from the ver the the first most loved Hollywood actor in Los Angeles, Hollywood to the second and now the first ironically which is now a Marvel a Marvel character who was also a wrestler who was Dave Batista I used to watch uh, Batista, like, Russell. Like, I wasn't too much into it. My older brother was, like, more into the wrestling. My favorite character was The Undertaker. But his name, Batista, the wrestler, I didn't realize that's his actual last name, Dave Batista. Um, but now, apparently, he's the number one most loved character in Hollywood, because if you look at his character, you know, he plays um, the big gray guy in Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 1 and Gardens of the Gal Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, which is, what's his name? It's really, really sad because I own, I own this, what's, what's his name? Drax, Drax, apparently now he's the most favorite Hollywood actor in all of Los Angeles, just because Dwayne The Rock Johnson played a villain one time after doing all these movies and becoming like a love, like now he's having it. Now we can move on to the processes of thinking of Marvel, Marvel, the company or DC, which are both comic comic companies who are now evolving into, like, it's not even, like, of course, Stan Lee, 
he did like a, he made like a lot of the comics in Marvel, but from like what he did to what they're doing now is two completely different universes. Like is absolutely insane. You know, apparently, like, I guess Black Adam didn't, like, flop technically because they paid $265 million to make the movie Black Adam. And in return, it made $384 million. So what is that? Maybe like, uh, they made like a hundred and twenty million dollar profit, which doesn't sound like a flop when you put it that way. But, you know, Black Adam is a DC comic, right? And then, but if you think of like a Marvel comic, like Avengers Infinity War, they spent $390 million to make that movie, right? Marvel made the Avengers Infinity War and paid $390 million to make that movie. But in return, <laughs> Avengers Infinity War made two. Point zero eight four billion dollars. So, <laughs> like, like DC. Now, now, like, I, 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 I got to be very careful with this because I'm very brand new to the whole comic book hero movie type thing but DC DC is like diet Coca-Cola and Marvel is like the natural normal sweet Coca-Cola or Marvel is like Coca-Cola and DC is like Pepsi like, like DC is kind of like more of the off-brand, more of the off-brand type of comic thingamahooser comparing to Marvel because, I mean, I've... I've been watching like all all of these movies, all all of like the Avenger movies, the Civil War, Avengers, Infinity War, um, Gardens of the Galaxy Volume Two. I actually still need to see Gardens Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One. I haven't seen it yet, but now I own Volume Two, and then I also watched Thor Ragnarok, and then Thor just Thor. And like I'm trying to I'm trying to freaking figure out like what was the very first Thor and then the second one and then what happened after that and I've been watching a lot of the Spider-Man movies, um, Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man No Way Home, and um, I really can't wait to see the brand new Spider-Man. 
Um, but when it comes to Marvel versus DC, Marvel wins in every single category. Now, there has been some talk of The Rock moving to Marvel. And if I was The Rock, I would say that that would be the move. Like, I, like, 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 because Marvel has the most, like, the most talented writers, directors, producers, I would have to say in the world, because the movies and, and the storylines, the storylines, like, I just watched Eternals, I think it's called, it's another Marvel movie, um, and it turns out that Thanos has a brother, and at the very end of the movie, you figure out that Thanos has a brother, and it's like, it's just like one massive, big, beautiful storyline that like, and it just blows your mind over and over and over again. Now with DC, I did watch Shazam and that was pretty funny. I can't, I'm not going to lie about that. Shazam was hilarious, and I am going to watch uh, Shazam 2 when it does come out. Um, and I'm wondering, and I would almost hope that DC, who has Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman... Uh, obviously, Black Adam, Shazam. I would like to see a lot more crossovers between DC and Marvel to where they can come together to, to make the storyline even better. Because, like, if you think about it, like, if you think of Doctor Strange, like, I've also seen that one, too. Doctor Strange, it opens your mind to realize that a lot of these storylines could just be different universes. And obviously, Doctor Strange can go into these different universes. And in my mind, I'm thinking Superman and Batman could just live in a different universe. And maybe they have, like... I would inject a lot more comedy in it with when it does come with the rock, because obviously the rocks, he's going to come back, but for his next role, they would have to inject a lot more comedy, a lot more like funny, um, moments in it to like, kind of bring that back of like, Oh, to make the audience and the consumer say, Oh, we didn't lose it. Oh, he didn't change. Um, now we can move on to something else. But right now it looks what I've been reading online. It looks like, uh, a lot of the people are mad at the rock because, you know, he looked a little bit angry, but going into the future, I think, I mean, well, he's already an established character in the DC universe. And, you know, my mind, my mind isn't that evolved to the point where 
you know, you could sw- like you can switch him into a different character, right? To where it would make sense, and you you know you could be happy with it. Um, I don't know, like. Because I like in my mind, I'm like he has to, like he has to. Your boy, he, The Rock got paid twenty two million dollars to do Black Adam. Like that is a huge purse, man. That is like a lot of money to do that movie. I'm wondering how long it took him to make that movie, but um. With Marvel, I would only assume that he would get paid more. And plus that, like, I mean, Marvel is the pinnacle of superhero storytelling. So if I had the chance to either go with DC or Marvel, I would choose Marvel every single time. Because that that's like it's going to go down in the history of the best storytelling. Like, like for me personally, like I don't particularly gravitate towards nonfiction and fictional type of things, but like, like I, I, I've personally never like watched movies at all. Like, like when I was a kid and when I was a teenager and my starting as an adult life, like now Now that I'm 26, it's like now, like I'm starting to, I'm really glad that I'm starting now to look at these movies because I can really understand them and I can like see the storyline. And especially with me, like trying to be a vlogger or a video maker or, or a person who is using his own life to tell a story I think it's absolutely amazing that I have the opportunity to be able to, like, I only have two of them so far, but I purchased two, I got Thor Ragnarok and then Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, and I can only assume that I'm going to buy every single Marvel, um, I guess story, or movie, we'll just call it movie. I mean, like, eventually. It's going to take me a few years because, like, I'm trying to, like... Like, I've I've watched Gardens of the Galaxy, like, three times. Three times so far. And then Thor Ragnarok, I think, three as well. Either three or four times because I really like that one. Especially when Thor <laughs> fought the Hulk. That was fucking dope. Oh, and I'm like, I really can't wait to see what, what they're, what they're going to go with the Thor character. I really love the Thor character of Chris Hems, Hemsworth, Hemmings, Hem, whatever his name is. I really like what they're doing with that. Um, I mean, oh my God, he, like, you could have not picked a better person to play Thor. Like Chris Hems, Hem, whatever, Chris not Chris Pratt, the, the, the golden boy, the blonde haired guy, that is like, the, the, like, I don't know how they, 
how they found him for that role. Like he is such an amazing actor to play Thor for that. And I'm just da- jazzed to fucking watch it. Also, I have been getting into um, Dragon Ball Z finally because not not my oldest brother because my oldest brother was like about the wrestling, but my older brother because I have two older brothers. My older brother, he was into the Dragon Ball and like he had like a friend who was like into the Dragon Ball. And at the time I was like, this is like the nerdiest, freaking lamest fucking dudes screaming and yelling. But now it's like I can I can understand it because Goku is like. almost fell into this life long training. And then you see Goku get to his, his best, his most optimal self, the top, and then he gets better. And then once, once he reaches that better, there's like, there's no way there's like, there's no, there's nothing more that you can do. And then he tops it even more, not by a little bit, by all, by a whole lot. And his enthusiasm to do it over and over and over again is absolutely inspirational. Because, like, as, like, a human being, I'm talking about this universe. I'm talking about realism. I'm talking about being, like, a normal human being on this planet. It's just, like, you don't have much of an option. You don't, like, have, like, a lot of opportunities in life. It's, like, you're just kind of born to be this employee um you're supposed to have like make a family you're just supposed to impregnate a lady who you fall in love with and then your children are supposed to live the lives that you were supposed to and now they have to do it and you just get to bully them for the rest of their lives and they have to do it because you could never do it and this and that. Of course, I'm on a different path. I never plan to have children. I don't want children. If that was bestowed upon me, like, I mean, I would take care of them. Of course, I would love them. But it's like, that's not what I'm going to do. Like, like, I don't know. It's just like, it's like, because you get to look at Marvel, you get to look at DC, you get to look at Dragon Ball Z. And it's like, you get to, you get to watch these people, these, <laughs> watch these characters do such amazing things. And for me, I know it sounds kind of stupid, but it's like, I, I really try to learn I really try to learn, like, uh, because in case you haven't noticed, it's all about men. And men don't really have, like, like, strong 
amazing role models. I think that that's what it really is, is like Goku, um, Thor, um, Captain America, um, The Rock as a person. It's like we get to, as men, look at these men who have achieved great things and they keep on, it's like, and, and we hope, we hope and pray because Hollywood is a bitch. Like, a lot of these, like, in real life, celebrities fall into, you know, doing the drugs. Although I think that, like, it's not as prominent as it was in, like, 2005 where you see, um... Lindsay Lohan and this and Charlie Sheen going around doing cocaine and completely like could you, like that was like the thing to get everybody's attention of these people not just kind of fall apart I mean completely their lives just completely fall apart and where did they go? Like, some of them come back, but but most of them don't learn from it and come back with a roaring, strong, they don't learn from the situation. They just kind of, you know, they, like, it's really sad because, like, with a lot of, like, famous people, it's like, once they wife up, it's almost like their wives almost like cast a spell on them to slowly go back to being a normal person. When it's just like they have like this amazing, beautiful ability to do something, you know, be like an actor. And because like what what a lot of people don't realize is that like I would say... 65% of an actor's job is literally reading and memorizing scripts. And to be able to do that and play different characters is like, like no one, like a lot of people don't have that to where they can like rehearse lines. And then, and then not like, you're not just monotone saying it in front of a camera. It's like, you're living it. It's like, what is this character going? What would they actually feel and then feel that emotion and then be able to convey that in front of a camera at this, like a snap of a finger. As soon as you hear action, it just goes like, but, but it's like, um, they, they fall back into these lives of normal people. And it's really, really sad, man. It's really, really sad. It's like, it's like, fuck, man, I want to see more. I want to see like this generations or the new generation or the, the Gen X, whatever they are. I want to see that gen that generations and my generations of the millennials. I want to see this generation's superheroes stand up. And, you know, like, 
I mean, I guess I'm more of kind of like a mouse, uh, a, a, a mouthpiece, but like, like I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to become something aspirational, you know, and my God, it's so hard. It's so, it is so hard because right now, like I'm at a point where it's just a deafening loneliness. It's like a deafening loneliness and I don't have any distractions, but it's like, fuck, what do I go for? It's like, can I go for it? It's like, there's, it's like, it's just like right now, it's just really, really nice and quiet and calm in my life. It's where I guess I could like try, like try new things, I guess. But it's like, that takes money. And I don't know. The point is, I'm going to keep going and I'm going to try to awaken the superhero in me. But it's like, I want to see this generation's Elvis. I want to see this generation's Michael Jackson. I want to see this generation's um, Jimi Hendrix. Like, all those are, like, musician type of people, but, like, like Evil Knievel are, like, these, these, these insanely radical people who do these amazing things, but that's not allowed in today's society. You can't be loud. You, you can't do anything whatsoever. Or else the media is going to get you. They're going, why are you doing that? And this and that, and it's just like, you need... You don't understand. It's just like, say if, say if, say if, like, you need to become evil Knievel, it's like jumping over, like, like a football stadium on a motorcycle. It's just like, you got to first start with, like, 10 feet of, like, jumping 10 feet from over this thing to that thing, like, jumping over one bus, not even lengthwise, the width-wise, and you got to do that 10,000 times. You got to do it so it's more than 10,000. It's like we have that 10,000 hour time limit to mastery, right? But it's like even if you think of like the Marvel comic books, they have over 27,000 comic books. So it's not 10,000 comic books, it's 27,000 to like, now they're making like the most expensive movies in the world and they're going to keep on going. And it's, it's like never going to, it's never going to stop because they're going to keep on getting better and better and better. But it's just like, even with like that hour one, it's like, as soon as you start up your motorcycle to jump over the 10 feet, then you get this fucking random Karen coming out of nowhere. Oh my God, I know it's the middle of the day, but you need to stop because you're going to hurt yourself. Blah, 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 blah. It's just like, no, it's like, no, bitch, you need to get the fuck on and do your own shit. It's like, no one's coming over there to your freaking house and telling you what to do. Why the fuck you got to come over here and tell me not what to do? But that's the world that we live in right now, unfortunately. And, and, and I think 
the only, the only, like, the only, the only way that I'm going to get through it is, like, I just got to keep on breaking these rules. Thankfully, I don't really have, like, a family anymore that, you know, it's like, it feels like every single time that I try to do stuff, like, in my past, I've been, like, like, the, these, these memories of me in the past have been, like, haunting me. Of, like, any single time that, like, I tried to do something that, like, when I was a kid, right? Any single time that I tried to do something that, like, I personally wanted to do, it's just, like, people just tell me to stop, to not do that, to, to, like, it's wrong. And it's, like, it was always, like, the most, like, outrageous shit. I remember once I got so drunk, I jumped off an RV, no one stopped me. <laughs> but it's just like, oh, if I want to fucking do the most basic shit, like pull out some chalk and draw like a fucking big ass mural of something, then people, oh, no. Oh, you can't do that because that fucking. And it's just like, it's like, ah, God damn it. It's like, I gotta break down these walls that have been built inside of my brain from other people who I don't even care about. People who don't even care about me. And it's just like, fuck, man. And it's like, I'm really glad that, like, you know, I'm not, like, 60 years old yet and, like, learning this shit. It's like, because, like, like, I, like, like, people say, oh, you're 26, you're so young, and I realized that, like, fuck, I really am. Because, like, I'm 26. I'm 26, and I feel like I'm 45. I feel like I'm 45 years old. And, you know, like, like I'll be listening to, like, some podcasts of, like, Joe Rogan or something, and, like, you see a person on there, and they're, like, 45 years old, and they're speaking like they're, like, 20 years old, and I'm, like, 45 ain't even old yet. For even 45 years old is not old. Like, I realize, like, even, even if you can keep it up, if you can keep on going to, like, the gym and saying, like, even moderately healthy, even 60 years old, it's like, you can still be out there, you know, like, opening a company, going, buying a bulldozer, maybe even just renting it for the day, like, building a parking lot, or, like, building, like, a warehouse, like, it's like, you can still be doing shit all the way even to, like, 60, and it's just, like, how far can you push it, and you realize you can push it all the way to the grave, because you realize that you are going to die one day, it's like, you're gonna die, you're not gonna be in this body anymore, all this embarrassing shit that you did in your past is not gonna matter one day, because I have been thinking about it pretty deeply. I've been, like, reading these philosophy books of, like, what they thought. Because philosophy is not, like, fictional. Philosophy is actual, like, philosophers, people, grown men, whose kind of job it was to sit around and think all day of, like, what is life? And what we got so far is that some people believe of that you are going to die 
and then you come back. You know, that's very possible. And if you kind of think back to your very first memories, and then before you were born, no one has that memory. No one, no one, it seems that you're, you're, you just get erased. All your memories just get erased. And then you have to start over again of like being Paul Frazier of like, you're here again. And the only way to get out of the loop is through purity of being a pure person. And what I and taking from that and what that means is living your life correctly. I see 99% of people don't take life too seriously. They don't take life seriously. Anytime that you get like a little bit serious about maybe your a career or a thing that you want to do, people almost look at you like you're crazy. Like, bro, you need to fucking calm down. It's like, no, that's the path that's going to get you out of the loop. Or like, even if it's not that, it's like, that's the path of living a successful life. And what is a successful life? Is living a life that you had to live. Living a life that you had to live. Not like of like what other people want you to do. Of like, because like I'm kind of digging down deep right now. And I'm kind of like trying to be nice to myself. And trying to ask myself of like what I should be doing. And right now I've been asking like, you know, I guess what you can call it, the universe. And apparently... I'm on the right path right now. And I'm trying to like, kind of like just because sometimes you can just kind of listen to the universe and like, what is it telling you? Like, like, are you being sued by somebody? Uh, Did you get in a car accident? Is your leg like aching? Like, is it like, is it like, is it ringing is the universe ringing your bell and you just ignoring it? And it sounds really like it, I'm talking like some crazy talk right now, but I think it's actually real. Of like, it's like, it's trying to get you back on track. And I did get it back off track for like a while, you know, going to jail and, and this and that, going to Logan Paul's house. And I realized that even when I went to Logan Paul's house, I did the right thing because now, like, this sounds so stupid because you would think that I would already know this, but I did not. But I realized that that's not how you do things. That's not how you do it. Of like, oh, you know where a celebrity lives. Don't go over there and just start screaming at the top of your lungs and start freaking out for no fucking reason and asking, oh, I need help. I need help. I need brand deals. I need brand deals. That's apparently not how you do things. I guarantee you, if I did it like 
the point is, is that it was a lesson that I needed to learn, especially now that I live in Hollywood. That's not how you do things. And that whole situation of me going to jail, it really did. It just kind of calmed me down. And I learned of like, okay, and now the universe has put me in a position to where it kind of, it kind of kicked me out. It like, it kind of, it kind of, what did it do? I walked into Hollywood, right? And I wanted something out of it. And it kind of just, you know, ate me and it chewed me up and it spit me out. And when it spit me out and I was homeless again and I was sitting there on the sidewalk, I said, it doesn't want me like I'm not I'm not of the right material. It's it it doesn't want me. But now it's like I'm in the gate. It's like now I'm in the gate of Hollywood. I, I got accidentally like you know like I needed a security guard job and I was working two and I was working 16 hours a day and that was killing me like working 16 hours a day uh, on top of the two hours of traffic every single day is like I wasn't even sleeping and like and I did that for so long and like I was just like I need a security job where I'm working 12 hours a day to where I can still pay my rent I can still pay my truck payment. I can still pay the insurance. I can still pay the gas. I can still pay the food. I can still pay the phone. I can still pay for everything, but I'm not working 16 hours a day. I just need any job whatsoever. That was the mentality. I need any job whatsoever where I'm working 12 hours a day. And lo and behold, it was the very first thing on Craigslist, 12 hours a day. Um, I, I think it said like hiring immediately or something like that. And I went into, I was like, this is a scam. I was like, this is a scam. I walked into the office and it was so high class and everything like that. I'm like this fucking fubu ass looking office and everything like that. I bet they're not even going to like, let me work more than one day a week. And it worked out so perfectly. And what do you know? I'm working on like the film shit. I'm working like inside the gate. And now it's just like Hollywood, it's just like it chewed me up and spit me out. And it just looked at me now. It was like, you need to calm the fuck down. So I calmed the fuck down. And now it's like, now I'm listening. I'm like listening to like what the universe is telling me. And it's telling me like a whole lot of things. Actually, not really lately. It's been more quiet, which is kind of weird because like, you know, some like, you know, co-workers will like come and tell me of like these horrible things that are happening to them. And it's like, you know, when someone's telling you something and you know the exact solution and you kind of tell it to them. And then they kind of like, no, that's not it, man. It's fucking, it's like, that's the universe knocking on their door, you know, them having like a flat tire or some whatever. And, and, and you tell them and then they're not going to listen from you. They have to figure out themselves, but it's just like the universe lately hasn't been really kind of knocking on my door. It's just been really, really quiet lately. It's been really, really quiet and I'm using this quietness just kind of like take a little bit of break. And for the most part, I just kind of like sit around because could you imagine what I do? What do I do when I turn off this podcast, right? I just kind of sit around and I go and I eat some pizza 
and I go to sleep, and then I wake up, and I just kind of sit there in the dark, alone, and just stare at the wall, and I realize is that I have to start getting ready, and what is getting ready is that, you know, I really do gotta start, like, working out a little bit to, not even for, like, the aesthetic part of it, but, like, just, you know, to be physically strong, you know, to be physically strong and limber and like, I got to start getting ready in that aspect because, you know, maybe someday I will become an actor. And then, you know, that's one of the aesthetic parts of it. So I just come along and then I got to in front of the camera and I got to say stuff and like, all right, here's a paycheck. And then I got to take that paycheck and then get a trainer and and fucking buy a house. And what was this podcast about again? Oh, Marvel. Yes. Marvel is a beautiful thing. And I was so sad to see when um, Stan, Stan Lee, um, one of the creators of a lot of the comic books, you know, when he passed, that was a really, really sad day, man. Because like he was... Excelsior, <laughs> like I remember when, you know, because Stan Lee, he was in a lot of the Marvel movies, and like he was like there with Thor, and <laughs> Thor gave him some of like the alcohol or whatever it was, and Thor was like, no, you don't understand, this is not for the mortal man. And he's like, oh, come on, just give me some. And then, like, showed Stanley, like, drunk as hell. He's like, Excelsior. <laughs> uh, but it is, it is extremely sad that he passed on. But, I mean, I do find it so amazing how I think his name... The new, the new guy, the director, James Gunn, I think his name is. He's either a director, writer, producer. He's just kind of like some of the, the, the really amazing like directors and producers and writings are kind of just like an amalgamation of everything that it takes to get an, like an amazing picture on screen. They're just kind of like a, they're kind of like all the colors put in one to make sure that the movie gets up, like to make sure that the movie gets, you know, like where it's gotta be at, and, and that the story is told correctly, you know? And I think James Gunn is like one of those kind of peoples. And I'm so excited about, you know, that, that it's not winding down at all because like a lot of unsuperior companies, like once the main guy passes on, he, you know, some of them don't set up enough amazing people to run the company once they pass on. But that's not the case with Marvel because I can see like, Marvel has a lot up his sleeve. Like, like I could tell that Marvel is going to like, 
Like, like I am highly, highly addicted to watching these. Like, to see what real, professional, amazing storytelling is like. To see it, and I'm like, oh, man. Like, I got to be one of those guys. Like, obviously, like, you know, I'm a YouTuber, but I, like, like, I don't use CGI as of 2023, obviously. Like, I don't use CGI. Like, I don't want to, like, uh, like, I like to stay in the world of realism, of, like, the realness of life to figure out kind of like what, like, like I get lost sometimes of like, what the hell, like, what is life? And and some things that I do know is that life does matter. Life really does matter. And you know, of course, all of us had has had thoughts of suicide, but taking your life is not what I do know is taking your life is not the right thing to do. And the great, you know, scheme of everything, like taking your life is like, even when it is horrible and it's been horrible for like an entire week and you're exhausted and it's just horrible things keep on happening to you. And most likely they're going to keep on happening to you. And you're like in that tornado at that moment, it's just, it's not worth it to take your life. That's what I learned for me personally, because it always gets better in my, in my, um, experience and taking your life. It's like, it's, it's <laughs> as a word, it's, it's not worth, it's not worthy it's, it's not, it's like you're stronger than that. It's like you are stronger than that and it's not the right way. So I know that, and I know that it's like, it's, it's like, um, it's like the thing of, are we living in a simulation is this some sort of AI technology? <sighs> Probably. Maybe. But if it is, it is the highest grade, most expensive, most amazing AI technology that whatever being has to offer. Like, they are not holding anything back with, like, because, like, you know, I, I, I was, like, looking at the, the CGI of the Marvel Universe. No, it was Buzz Lightyear. You know, like, the actual real one that they made? Not, like, real, but, like, it was, like, a thing. But, like, it was the commentary of the movie, and you're watching the movie, and the directors and the creators of it are commenting on the movie as they're making it. 
And they were just like, you see that patch on his arm? He's like, you can literally see every single thread on the patch on that arm. And that cost us an extra million dollars just to do that. Or, or it was something like that. I'm paraphrasing. But like, I was just like, I had no idea like how expensive it is to go from like, I remember I saw Buck Wild. It was like the Ice Age movie of like Buck. And I was so excited to see the story of Buck. And like, it was like, it was like CGI, but the lower version, I was like, this cannot be the real one. I was like, this is crappy. I was like, this is like, I was like, what did they do? It was like all blocky and everything. And I was just like, why did they do that? I was like, I know you got the money for it. And if you don't, Hollywood gives out loans like free candy on Halloween to people of like the high standards of, of like, say if the creator of Ice Age goes to any producer or, or whatever financing company in Hollywood, yes, they're going to get the loan because they know that they can get the job done. I don't know what, what went wrong with that movie, but oh my God, I was not impressed. I was not impressed at all. It was terrible. It was awful. But Buzz Lightyear, that was a damn good movie. I'd give that a good old-fashioned 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10, Paul? Are you serious? Is that a true statement, 10 out of 10? I'd say, I'd say about 8 out of 10 is the realness of it. But the point is, is that it was a damn good movie. Um, I wouldn't change too much about it. Um... Storytelling. Storytelling is something innate only to human beings. You know, we have the question of, you know, there's, oh, wow, the vastness of the universe is so big. That we're, there's no way that we are the only ones. Where are the aliens? And I look at humanity and I'm like, you stupid, idiot, fool, cunt. It's like, how can you not see that we are the aliens? Like, have you looked at a dog before? It's like, that thing is just so stupid. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Like, all animals. Like, they're so dumb. Like, like, I mean... Comparing to a human being, it's like, not even close... It's like the smartest animals on this planet are like not even smart as like a like a four year old. And it's just like like I don't know, man. It's like a huge gap. That is a huge gap of like, you know, you had like a monkey and then you had a human being driving an electrical car pooling energy from the sun. It's like, if we're not the aliens, 
I mean, there is the debate of like, like, like one thing that like smarter people realize is that yes, the the government, I guess, is hiding stuff from us, but it's for our own good because. You know, I mean, all we had to do was kill one black man and we, like, destroyed the city. Just one. Just one black dude. Who was most likely on, most likely on fentanyl. Um. And we just destroyed everything. It's like, we, 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 the thing is that the government can't tell society what the truth is. Because we'll destroy society. And we can't have that because it's just pretty nice. I like being able to pull into a McDonald's and get a burger and fries and for the low, low cost of like 10 bucks. I didn't even have to go and hunt an antelope. You know, I didn't even have to go ahead and pull a cantaloupe off a tree. I didn't even have to climb that thing. Like all I had to do was just pull up. And then it's like that forever. I was like, society's pretty amazing. Especially when I see groups of people together and they're just not like destroying everything. And like, even if like someone does something bad, it's like for the most part is like they don't murder each other. It's just like, it's pretty amazing. And you know, it's like the, 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 the truth it's just like the statement, the truth, or you can't handle the truth, is very true. Is very very true. Is that we can't, we can't let you guys know that fifty percent of the population is all robots, or we can't let you guys know that yes, you are in a simulation because we'll go ape shit. Or yes, this or that. It's just like we can't, you can't, you can't actually know, or else we'll destroy all of society.